0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is <gasps> episode 600, that is correct, 600, recorded live on June 9th, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who most likely does not have a can with him right now, Dave play Hi. <laughs>
1: Just, just, I'm just sitting that down. I, I don't know why I
0: made those noises. <laughs> and the man who was cracking one open right now, Andy Lowe, hi. Hey, Andy. Is that an empty can? It, it
1: is an empty can. <laughs> you didn't specify that it had to have something in it. I can
0: make it not empty. By <laughs> pouring something else into the can? I, I have my coffee mug. But yes, I also have my coffee mug. Oh, 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 oh hold on. Oh, oh. Careful. <laughs> do you? Do you have your coffee mug? No, I do. But, um, oh, hey. Hey, now. Sorry. My coffee mug is um, the perfect height because I have my monitor up. So it's at eye level. Yeah. So my coffee mug fits perfectly <laughs> under the, um, the monitor. The okay. problem is, is every once in a while when I pick it up, I pick it up rather than out. And you hit the monitor? I hit the monitor, and all of the monitor buttons are on the bottom side. Do you turn off your monitor when you grab your coffee cup? Sometimes, like I just did. And then uh, when I turn my monitor back on, the power LED flickers a bit, and then the monitor comes on. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. That's why I was uh, sitting there thinking, "Oh my god, did I just <laughs> kill my monitor right before recording?" As as we're recording. As we're recording, did I kill my monitor? No, we're okay. We're okay. Yeah. We're all we're all good. We're all good. We're good. Now question, is your coffee is, is it a coffee cup or a mug and does it have a it lid?
1: It is a mug. It is uh I can actually get you a link to this mug. Hang on, let me see if I can find the correct mug. Ah, no, 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 it's none of those, it's none of those, it's none of those. Ooh, that one's
0: cute, I like that one. (laughs) Welcome to episode 600, where Dave goes shopping.
1: It is this mug, but in a different color.
0: Oh, so it has a lid. Well, that's a neat little thing.
1: it does, if I choose to use it. The lid is downstairs. (laughs) It it also has a uh, device to steep tea with. Oh, I see that. So this was a a mug that a friend got me for my birthday, and I, I cherish it and do love
0: it. But you're you're running lidless.
1: I am running lidless. Now I, do I don't need to... I don't need the lid because I don't need to keep the, the coffee hot. It's still hot. I don't expect the coffee to last long enough for it to not be hot.
0: No, 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 I I do it more for a safety of
1: spillage. Oh, but the lid doesn't like snap on. Oh, it just sits on top. Well, that's that wouldn't be very helpful then no no if if the lid like if the whole thing falls over that lid does nothing
0: well never mind then i i i honestly now always have a lid on my coffee yeah it's just the the amount of time i spend around very expensive electronic equipment (laughs) what you Mm mm-hmm nah you know, staring at a $10,000 board going, mm, no, you know what? You know what this board really needs? Water. <laughs> that that happened actually. They had This was before my time, but they had one of the, the morning show guys had just installed a new board in the studio. Just like brand spanking new. First day on there, he sets his, they put a little like raised platform above it and he set his coffee mug on there and he only set it on the edge and the thing tipped over right onto the board and it's just like, why? Why'd you do that? Brand new board and you spill coffee on it on the first day. <laughs> so now I have I have everything always with a lid. Turns out they trying to get people who have worked in the business for umpteen years to put lids on their coffee stuff. Hard to do. But I can't really yell at them if I'm also, you know, walking around without a lid on. So I do what I can. Do you? Mm-hmm. Do you really? I do as much as I can. Okay. I'm getting lost in David's Tea, this, this website that I sent you with the link to the mug. Did you, did? is is that part of the reason why you like this? Because it, it's called David's Tea? No, but it, I mean,
1: it is called David's Tea. I see that, yes. Om nom nom. Coffee's pretty good.
0: Coffee with creamer's really good. <clears throat> I'm not going to, I can't argue that one. <laughs> yep. Damn right you can't. Nope.
1: Oh, hi, Andy. Hello, Dave. 600 episodes. Mm-hmm. Except this is not episode ID 600. No, it's not. I have learned this the, like, ridiculous hard way, because I've had to go through, and I wanted to, like, as, as I've mentioned in the previous weeks, I'm working on rebuilding the website. And it's coming along. Uh, I, I ran into a programming error that I'm stumped on so i'm gonna have to go to like the react community and say hi i'm new hey Can guys help me i i thought i got this but clearly i don't
0: but then it's also not our 600th recorded episode either. no because we've done yes 38 random topics Re- right we
1: did the recaps we did uh, we, we did record episode zero. That's
0: true. And then there also was the three part episode, which I think we only yep.
1: have. Part. We own one part of that. I wonder if we can find the other two.
0: <sighs> God, I'd, I'd have, have to put those in. I have to find the, do we even, do I, do I even have the other two in my folder? Do we even, what episode was that?
1: <laughs> uh, it was around 50 or a hundred because it was at PAX. Mm-hmm.
0: Episode seventy four. Hold on, check the list. Episode seventy four. PAX O eight special number yep. one out of one three. three. Yes, I have, you have it? I have two and three listed on my Sweet. thing. Can can you upload those? Not right now. But but I have I have great bandwidth, Dave. Not right now, Andy but my bandwidth my bandwidth uh, yeah what about your bandwidth i'm also checking to see if i've already uploaded them yet or not okay 40 74 1 nope just the one all right yes so i'll upload the other two onto the uh the site but yeah i actually have 602 but yeah the random topic recaps are different files anyway yeah. so yes technically 600 <clears throat> with an asterisk published
1: episodes yeah, because episode 43, yeah. eight, somewhere in there. One
0: of those. It's with us. You just can't expect things to be simple. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever remember when we first talked about doing a podcast? Yeah. At the uh, the Denny's after
1: after late night laser tag. Yep, I I do. <laughs> I vaguely I mean I don't remember any details of it I just remembered like it was two in the morning we were sitting having Denny's and going like we should just we should, the thing that we're doing now we should record that
0: we had talked to it was also PAX related because we had talked about trying to get tickets to PAX and some of us talked about you know being able to do it you know via a media badge <laughs> and we'd have to have a
1: podcast to have a media badge
0: yeah what are the PAX for media requirements now I'm just curious
1: they're about the same Although I get denied now when I apply for it. Oh,
0: media registration. Do you create content for a YouTube or Twitch channel with more than 50,000 followers or subscribers and would like to attend PAX so you can film videos on the show floor or stream from the expo? Mm. No, we don't. No.
1: I am going to PAX this year. Ooh. Well, have fun. Thank you. We're actually going to make a whole vacation out of it. So we're going to go to PAX and then spend the week after PAX in Seattle.
0: So basically like the... your PAX Australia, just yep, Seattle. Yep, just one week instead of two. Gotcha. Uh, but then at the end of that week is my cousin's wedding. Oh, so there you go. Wow. Sorry, I'm looking at the old Leetbix site. And... Is it still up? Epic Default is down. Leapix is down for me. Yeah, no, Leapix is down. The, the feed burner was still up, though. Ah, but the, the feed burner wouldn't be pointing to anything. No, it'd just be sitting out there all on its own.
1: Epic Default is down. Leapix is down.
0: Epic Default's podcast or feed burner site is still up. <laughs>
1: oh, my God, there were tags for these. We used to do tags for our episodes. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, that was way too much work.
0: That was way too much work.
1: Was it? Because I was thinking of doing it again. <laughs>
0: Well, if you want to tag the episodes. Well, but but I'd make it easier. <laughs> if you want to tag the episodes. Okay.
1: Maybe. Evidently, professional podcasters, like, actually listen to their entire episode before uploading. it.
0: Who's got time for that?
1: <laughs> People who actually do that as their
0: job. Well, they can have fun with that. We give you the raw, the raw deal. Well, not the bra, raw deal. Give you a it's, slightly. We, we do
1: some work and some testing.
0: I listen to a little bit of it while I'm, you know, editing it, making sure that you know I didn't accidentally hit the wrong button.
1: Yeah, and delete like all the non-silence instead of the silence. <laughs>
0: That'd be a half-hour podcast of nothing, of literally nothing.
1: What would the file size on that be? Like would it be bigger but would it be would it be a half hour re- audio recording or would it be smaller because there's no data there?
0: Well no because you would still be sampling nothing so there would still be x number of samples unless we'd... it
1: was a VBR.
0: Yes, unless it was a VBR, but I hate I hate VBR. <laughs> okay. VBR was cr- VBR was created for a time when bandwidth was expensive. That time is not now.
1: What's your bandwidth, Andy?
0: My bandwidth <laughs> right now. Hold on, do a little bit of boo. Let me do a little, do a little uh, speed test.
1: Little speed test. Who's oh, going go do a speed test? quick did i get to speed test faster than you did
0: yes because i tried spelling speed with an o
1: that's not how you spell speed
0: i know okay i got 18 down and uh, 12 up 18 megabits down 12 megabits up i got 11 and a half
1: down and 11 up now granted that's to a like building that's down the
0: road (laughs) oh no no i always pick chicago for mine
1: chicago huh yes uh sure. How about Comcast in Chicago?
0: Let's see what we get. 30 millisecond ping
1: and effectively the same speed.
0: Oh, I'm getting better now. That can't be right. Sure can. No no, I'm getting sixty-five down.
1: Oh no, that that's that can't be right.
0: That's why I said that can't be right. Something's going funky now. <laughs> sixty-five down? Yeah.
1: Well, you uh you won't have any problems with stadia then. No, no, I would not. That that's a hint, Andy.
0: Oh, right.
1: <laughs> damn man i always come up with like
0: fantastic segues and they just go so over your head no because somebody from work literally texted me while you were in the middle of that sentence
1: oh so you're just like yeah right sure uh-huh yeah uh, as i'm
0: reading the text message I'm just,
1: hang on I'm, I'm something's going what hang on oh let me just grab my uh uh okay
0: so yes. Uh, anyway, did you, did you watch the uh, the trailer, the the hour long presentation that only lasted thirty minutes? I did not. I watched the like three minute trailer. Oh yeah, I actually um I watched the the actual. It was supposed to be an hour, and it was only a half hour. I was like, well, why did you tell people it was going to be an hour if it wasn't? Just in case they went over. Yes, but it was entirely pre-recorded oh <laughs> um huh yeah it, it was basically like you know we were watching somebody's youtube video and it's like well why 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 did you tell us it was uh. sorry they're texting me again but yes no the uh, the stadia info came out and yes they recommend a minimum of 10 megabits per second <laughs> But if you want to do your 4K streaming, 35 megabits per second.
1: 35 megabits per second. Like, I I can't imagine getting that speed. Well, I know I can do that at work, that's for sure. (laughs) I haven't checked at work, but also I think work might not enjoy me using their bandwidth for this. Yeah, probably also,
0: but yeah. Pro... Costs ten bucks a month. Yes, there's a free version supposedly that will be launched after the the like the pro pre registering window ends. Yep. My favorite bit though is the fact that okay, so you're paying the ten dollars a month. Yes. Um, you will still have to purchase games at full price to play and own them.
1: Wait, what? But but isn't that the point? If I'm doing a subscription service for video games, the the games should be part of that. Nope. So I have to buy my games mm-hmm. that I don't get to ever have a physical copy of. Yes. And
0: I I have to pay ten bucks a month to access those games. No, 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 no. no. <clears throat> so there's the baseline, right? You have part of the Stadia service. You you buy the games. You own the games, um, but you only um, will get games up to 1080p and 60 frames per second. Right. That's that's the free pro. If you go go pro, ten dollars a month. 4K. Goes up to 4K, HDR, 60 frames per second. You get occasional free games. Oh, so it's like
1: the PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus, whatever it is. Yes. Where it's like, hey, congratulations, you also get a free game.
0: Yes, kind of like Xbox Xbox Gold sort of thing.
1: But but with PlayStation Plus, that free game is only available so long as you are currently a subscriber to PlayStation Plus.
0: Oh, yeah, no, the Xbox Gold games were free to you because I've, I've been playing some of those. And I'm currently not an Xbox Live Gold subscriber. So yes, that is what the Pro will get you, is better, higher quality, and occasional free games. And also, supposedly, there would also be a um, discount on some other games as well.
1: Mm. See, if they just included all the games and charged like 15 bucks a month, then I would be s- considering it. But even even free, you have to buy the games, so you're, again, locked into a platform. Those games are only available through that platform. If you're traveling, sucks to be you.
0: Why? Well, but you can play it on your phone. Well, as long as you have internet. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to have internet. <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of the thing now is if you don't have internet, who are you? uh someone who's trying to disconnect for a while now what's what's your thought of the founders edition
1: uh that it's like a freaking kickstarter
0: 130 dollars. you get a controller a chromecast limited ultra.
1: edition controller Saving. chromecast ultra which so what are i mean i know that the ultra is required for stadia how much is a chromecast ultra and what are its benefits Oh, it does 4K streaming. That's that's its benefit. Chromecast Ultra. 60 bucks. Is 60 bucks? Mm-hmm. All right, so there's half the price right there.
0: Oh, man, I really don't like how it has to dangle from your HDMI I know. port. It, that just looks so bad. That's just...
1: I mean, it's it's a fixable thing, right? You just put a, a a piece of velcro on it.
0: Yeah, but still it's like, you know, the HDMI port was not designed to to be... carry weight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like there's there's just torque and tension on the port then.
0: Mhm. Uh and then you have you have to have the power <laughs> cord to it too.
1: Oh, it's not strong enough to just pull the power from the HDMI anymore.
0: No, no, you're not able uh, no. Y- there is no power in is, is there power in HDMI? Oh, that's uh, no, there's audio on HDMI. Yeah. But so that's right. But there's always, you've always had to
1: plug the power cord into the Chromecast, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, I've got mine plugged into there and then this TV has a USB port on it as well right. that I use for power. Yeah. For so that's no different. future upgrades of my TV firmware, which has never happened.
1: Now, has that never happened because you've never sought out the firmware upgrade? No, I've, I've looked
0: actually. <laughs> There, there aren't any. Yep. Oh. Because um, uh, we got this TV on Black Friday from Target. Yes. So... It's one of those things where the TV model number is specific to the Black Friday one. That way people can't, you know, go in and do a price comparison to that TV at other times. Be like, well, you know, you had it for this price on Black Friday. Oh, sorry, that's not a comparable model to what we currently have out here. See, the model numbers are different.
1: No, but it's the same TV.
0: Yeah, in theory, yes, it is the same TV, but it's not because it's the Black Friday one
1: so your tv has a security vulnerability is what i hear
0: um well it's a dumb tv so it's not connected to the internet so if you want to come into my house and try and hack my tv <laughs> and do something then
1: maybe maybe it can be hacked over the tv channel airwaves
0: mm, nope because it's not atsc3 i uh, you you could
1: be making up numbers at this point and i wouldn't be able to tell you the difference
0: ATSC3 is that weird new TV broadcasting thing.
1: Yeah, my again, like ATS3, okay, sure, and it's it's W342 compliant. I can make up
0: numbers and letters too. ATSC the Amer- the are not the American, that was the old one. The Advanced <laughs> Television Systems Committee. Uh-huh. Previous was the NTSC format the new National Televised System Committee. Oh,
1: okay. Not it's to like be confused the with
0: the British PAL broadcasting standard.
1: Yep. Or the NTSB?
0: <laughs> yes, that is also different. Yes, the NTSC the national, is different than the NTSB.
1: National Transportation Safety Bureau?
0: <laughs> yeah, slightly different, just a little bit.
1: Just just, just a touch. Um, so the founder edition, getting mm-hmm. back to the Stadia. Mhm. So out of the 130, $60 goes to the the Ultra. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- what 50
0: to the controller? uh 70 to the controller. Really? Stadia the controllers controller will be sold is 70 bucks? Stadia controllers will be sold individually for $69. So that's the entire price right there. Well, yes, but because the Founders Edition is Stadia, the controller, the Chromecast Ultra, a 3-month subscription to Stadia Pro and an additional 3-month right. Pro sc- subscription to give to a friend. Right. Also, my one, my, oh, I can't believe this was an actual bullet point on their reason to get Stadia Pro Founders Edition was the fact that you would get first crack at your Stadia username. Yep. Really? You get first crack at it?
1: Yep. No, no promises that you actually get it because no. someone else may also have gotten the Founders Edition and get yep. first crack at it. Uh, so you asked me what I think of the Founders Edition. I think if you're going to get Stadia, then unless you already have a Chromecast Ultra, it's not a bad deal
0: because you get the you know you get the actual Stadia controller. Because if not, you're going to have to have a controller anyway. Yep.
1: And it, it sounds like the Stadia controllers will actually be better, like more responsive.
0: Yeah, because the thing could supposedly connect directly to the it server. It doesn't go
1: through your computer. It yeah, goes no. through your network.
0: Yeah, it, it's, yeah. So there's one less step in the system with, you know, everybody yeah. else's controller.
1: And when you when you talk to the professional players, they are talking about, like, millisecond response time differences. Some of them claim to
0: feel that difference. I I think that's bullshit, but whatever. Wait, you can get an Xbox One wired controller for 20 bucks now? That's a pretty good deal. Does that work on the PC? Yeah. Well, damn. I mean, I hope it does. My 360 wired controllers work on the PC. Oh, uh, it's built by Power A.
1: Oh, you're not looking at first party stuff. No. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Bad idea. Almost like the bad idea of trying to release the Dark Phoenix.
0: Oh. Ooh. Yeah, I remember talking to people. I'm like, Are you going to go see that? Everybody's like, no, why would I? So,
1: so here's, here's the thing. When they announced Dark Phoenix, my response, my answer, my commentary that was running through my head is you have not earned this, if, especially comparing it to Infinity War and Endgame, right? Yeah. Dark Phoenix should have been the Infinity War and Endgame of X-Men.
0: Wasn't that supposed to be X-Men Apocalypse? No, X-Men Apocalypse
1: was just a thing. Dark Phoenix is one of, like, the most recognized storylines in X-Men.
0: Wait, didn't we also already do this during X-Men we Last did. Stand? We did. It was like,
1: three, but that was before the reboot. Remember, they, they messed with yeah, the timelines? Yeah,
0: yeah, they messed with the timelines. And
1: it's like, oh, everything's different now, so we get to redo everything. Also, they did a really bad job with it the first time.
0: Yeah, I remember that. <sighs> this, oh. But yes, fourteen million opening day. Off
1: of a movie that cost how much?
0: Two hundred million.
1: Well, that's not a good thing for them. They didn't earn it. They they it's the same problem
0: that Justice League had. Justice League didn't earn it. No, they 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 saw that Marvel's movies were making money. Yep. So they're like, but not recognizing that the,
1: the movies need to build. It's like a comic book. You don't just jump in and write this massive, incredible story. You have to
0: go through the the little stuff. You have to build the characters. You have to build the world. That's that's always been like the problem. That, that that's it, it sort of sounds like Marvel's villain problem, right? Yep. Where Marvel took the, you know, the main villains and threw them in in the first movie. Yes and no. I mean. Yeah, yeah, Yes and no. Yes, you are correct. But, you know, it's like they took great villains that you could, you know, stretch across multiple movies and they and make they, them one and done. Which which villains are you thinking of? I'm thinking
1: of. Obadiah Stane is not really one of those. No.
0: Uh, I'm thinking of. Red Skull
1: is. Red but, Skull. But I I mean yes and no. They made Hydra an extended thing. So I'm okay with what they did with Red Skull. When when people refer to Marvel's villain problem, they usually refer to the fact that all the villains from the like first arc were boring
0: as shit. Yes, that is also true.
1: Like they they were villains for the sake of villainy. What was what was Obadiah Stane's motivation?
0: He wanted money.
1: Okay. So <laughs> killing Tony Stark? Like wh- where does in in like in broad like in the open I guess not broad daylight so it was night but like just out in the open like just killing Tony Stark like maybe that was going to bring up some questions
0: yeah why why did he originally
1: want him killed just because it was a very poorly written movie <laughs> especially with the villain the villain that was Marvel's villain problem.
0: Yeah, because he he paid the Ten Rings to kill him, and the Ten Rings were like, wait a second, no, you want us to kill the Golden Goose? Oh, hell no. We're going (laughs) to, hey, we have Tony Stark. We're
1: going to make him make what? If you want him back, you have to pay even more. Um yeah no it's it's very like not not clear. Don't don't focus too much on it. Like please don't focus too much on it. That's it's just don't do it. Um what else? So Thor had Loki which was a recurring thing but they didn't build his character up until like Ragnarok. Yeah. Again, he was just kind of evil cuz like I'm a trickster and an evil person. Ha ha ha. Uh ego. I thought that was going to be more. Yep. Ronan, I mean like they Ronan actually I think Ronan got more character development in Captain Marvel
0: than he did, <laughs> did in Guardians <laughs> yes. of the Galaxy. <laughs> yes, that is t- Ultron. Oh my God, Ultron!
1: Well, but Ultron was uh, it, it was the second Avengers movie, right? That was that yes. was a cap. That was a uh, a big thing, and they built up to it. Yes, he only lasted the one movie, but that's fine. I'm not upset that the villain only lasts one movie. I'm upset that like, well, for Marvel, I'm upset that the villains have no character up until you start getting to the the third, uh, whatever they call them, grouping... Third phase? Arc. Yeah, phase three. Uh, when you start getting more into Thanos and you get, like, Killmonger. um, Like, yeah. But even in Captain Marvel, like, the villain... Spoiler alert, I guess. The main villain has, like, no real character arc whatsoever. Yeah. the The fake villain kind of does. It's not really a character arc, but there is some development there. But DC and Fox... Just, they, they don't get this. They don't understand why Marvel was successful at this. They learned all the wrong lessons. I'm... So when X-Men comes and says like, oh, we're going to do the Dark Phoenix storyline. D- no, you can't just jump into it. I don't even know who Jean Grey is at this point. Because I, like, I, I didn't see Apocalypse. The last X-Men movie I saw was the Days of Future Past, which itself was a... Like, big deal. That was a huge storyline. That one, I'd almost say they did earn because it was the combination of First Class and the original X-Men movies. Yes. And it was tying the two of them together.
0: Yes. So then here's the other question people are asking now is what now that X-Men is under the Marvel umbrella? Yeah. Which seems weird to say. Well, well, back under, back under the Marvel umbrella. Yeah, is Marvel gonna wanna touch them? Oh God! Or is I don't this? Know. Have these movies left such a bad taste in people's mouths that?
1: I mean, I I tend to trust. Feige to know what he's doing at this point. Now, how you're going to bring them in and make it worthwhile when there hasn't been any mention of mutants in the MCU? I mean, maybe you go multi world, but even that, you could have Scarlet Witch make them somehow. Well, I wonder. It's really funny because essentially, for the last, like, for years, Marvel itself has been downplaying the X-Men and upplaying the Inhumans because they didn't have the X-Men. And so they knew that if they wanted mutants and mutant powers in their movies, they'd have to turn to the Inhumans. Also, I found out yesterday, uh, one of the reasons that Stan Lee wanted to, to have the X-Men and, like, why he made the X-Men... Was that he was tired of coming up with origins for his characters, <laughs> so they just... Well, it's just a mutation. They they just have powers. We don't need another rehash origin story. It doesn't need to be another chemical spill or another bolt of lightning or... Anything. Nope. They just they were born with their damn powers. So how do you bring them into the MCU? I don't know. Do you bring them into the MCU?
0: Well, I wonder
1: because that wasn't... would be a big waste if you don't.
0: Didn't wasn't there part of the thing from Far From Home where it said that you know Mysterio supposedly came from someplace else? Yeah, multiverse. Yeah,
1: it's actually not the first mention of the multiverse. The first mention of the multiverse comes back in Doctor Strange. Yeah, the Ancient One actually speaks of the multiverse. So, so maybe. Also, Mysterio
0: is a lying asshole. Remember that. Yes. Oh, I I remember his he he's a lot of flash. Yeah, he's a, he's a lot of flash. Not a lot of substance. No substance. Yeah. Well, except he is a lot of
1: substance because his is like his flash is really, really strong. Yes,
0: but it's not it's, what it's not what you think it is. Right. But it, it's it's not magic. It's movie magic.
1: Yeah. I think they bring in Deadpool before they bring in the X-Men. Could he be
0: the transition? He'd lampshade it. He'd poke fun at it. You know, Deadpool. You know, they would call him Deadpool, and Deadpool's like, well, Hey, I got some other friends with me. Can I bring them along? Uh, no, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, like, what are they going to
1: do? Are they going to bring in the X-Men? Maybe. Are they going to reboot the Fantastic Four? Maybe. Who's
0: the next big bad? I don't know. I f- I'm really hoping that Far From Home is hopefully going to answer these questions.
1: I don't I- think we're going to find out the next big bad in Far From Home. I think that that would be a mistake that would be unveiling Thanos in
0: Iron Man. The problem is, yep. from what I you know we've seen for literally years, yep, they had that slide up of all the upcoming Marvel movies, right. We, we knew years out that there was going to be an infinity war. there was going to be an infinity war, yep, and we have reached the end of that slide. And they haven't put up another one. Right. So now there's like a void.
1: But that slide wasn't made until they were ready to announce the first Avengers movie. In fact, I don't think it was even made then. I think it was after Avengers. we are reset we are at the beginning of phase one that's that's where we should think of this as being we don't know what's coming there have been some massive shifts in universe far from home is supposed to set up the next phase in the sense of just laying the groundwork far from home is the denouement of
0: phase three yeah which i feel like is a literary tactic that people need to remember to use (laughs)
1: <laughs> like this exists, you should do it. Well, but Marvel's doing that, right? In the mm-hmm. grand arc of Phase Three, didn't they say Far From Home is the final one in Phase Three?
0: Yes, Kevin has said that in the in that you know that Far From Home is the is the last movie of Phase Three,
1: right? So it's the it's dealing with the aftermath, it's the fallout, it's it's the remainder,
0: which is I'm just saying there. I've I've read other stories, I've seen other things where it's like people, you know. They build everything up, they hit the ending, and then it's just like, boom, and it's like, well... But what happens? Yeah.
1: Well, but then there's other times where people hate the denouement, because, like, think of Return of the King. <laughs>
0: where there was, like, six
1: of them. And it's it's the, the hobbits going back to the Shire, and, like, there's a whole little story of coming back to the Shire. It's
0: Oh, that was the one problem with Return of the King, is that there was, like, six endings to that movie. It's like, all right. Yeah, but they missed the actual ending in the book. I know. Actually, no, I don't, because I never actually finished reading Return of the King, the book. So the
1: hobbits go back to the Shire. Yeah. Wormtongue. You remember Wormtongue?
0: Yes. Wormtongue
1: has beaten them to the Shire. Oh. And has corrupted it. Like military, not military state, but there's there's like a police force, there's uh, oppression, there's And it's the hobbits coming back and like, this isn't good. And it's them essentially leading an insurgency against him. Mm. And it's all of the the things that they have grown in it. It's a way to display their character development that these are not the same hobbits who left. They are heroes. They are warriors. They are trained in combat and tactics. So anyway.
0: Right. Should we actually talk
1: about something else? (laughs) I mean, I could keep talking about X-Men and how terrible it is that they decided to do this and that anyone with any bit of sense would have said like, maybe, maybe this isn't the right story for us. Do we, like, do we actually get to do this one? Like, apocalypse didn't go so well. Do we think that this is going to go better?
0: The answer is no.
1: No. No, it's not. And now you've put Marvel in an even harder situation, because mm-hmm. what the hell do they do? <sighs> I'm hoping that phase four is Galactus. Not phase four, but like the next big villain. So I guess phase five or six. We'll see if they repeat. We'll see if they start with the same thing again, because phase one had a villain, Loki. Phase two had a villain, Ultron. Phase three was the villain that was like behind the whole thing the whole time, mm-hmm. which which is Thanos. I don't know. Maybe there's a Phase Four villain that's like even more than
0: Thanos was. You can't really go. You, I feel like you have to go to Galactus. <laughs> but then that also, you know, that maybe Galactus is the overarching one where you bring the you bring the Fantastic Four into it yeah. you have Galactus, you have Silver Surfer, you have Fantastic Four.
1: But I mean, we know how well that worked the first time.
0: Yes, but yeah, as we know, Chris Evans. as as we've talked about, Mar- Marvel seems to know what they're doing. Other people don't.
1: They could use Chris Evans.
0: <laughs> Chris Evans shows up. Oh, hey, I know that guy. <laughs>
1: Why do you look so familiar? Yeah. Johnny Storm. There's some other questions they need to answer first, essentially.
0: Okay, so can I hit some happier topics?
1: Sure. Happier, yeah, go ish, for it.
0: happier ish. Happier topic? ish.
1: Uh iTunes for Windows isn't going away.
0: Yay.
1: iTunes for the Mac is. Well it's sticking around for Windows. Which means we get the bloated piece of crap that's probably
0: never going to get another update again. Well that's fine as long as I can have my audiobooks and yeah. my movies I, and all my things in one spot. It's
1: it's bittersweet though, right? Because it's yeah. like, oh thank God they're not taking it away, but like also, oh crap, I'm still stuck with it.
0: Yes, but it, it's like long as i can you know have all my current media that's been under one roof staying under one roof
1: why doesn't like sony or or some other um universal like some big music group come out with their own application that does what itunes does but does it better
0: because you need you need an ipod is what you need i guess uh other happier things you, you wanted to talk about? Um, good Rich. No, sorry, not Good Rich. Goodyear. Good Year. Good Year. No, sorry. Rich. One's a movie theater. Not Good year. a tire company. Michelin. No, not Good Year. Michelin, the other tire company. The other tire company. We
1: went from a movie theater to the wrong tire company to the right tire company.
0: Yes. Michelin. Michelin and General Motors have created an airless tire. Woo. That, that's not the first time. Yes, but, but they okay. are planning on launching it in 2024.
1: Okay. I mean, we've, we've had airless tires for like 50 years
0: yes but not really for cars daily usage yes yeah
1: well that's cool so the idea being that you can't get a flat
0: Mm -hmm. it also um i think it's it's less rubber too so it's going to be better for the environment it's going to be safer for everybody else
1: are are they going to be like are there going to be snow tire versions i
0: don't know they're still working on it they're testing it out on their um GM's planning on to start tests at the end of this year on their Michigan-based Bolt electric vehicles.
1: Cool. Are they only going to be available for GM?
0: I hope not, but I'm not sure.
1: Maybe it will just come standard on GM cars.
0: Maybe. That could be nice. So, yes. No, that's that's going to be a thing, which is neat. Yeah. I, okay, cool. What what else? Um, other automotive news. Uh, in the EU, the laws requiring audible warning sounds will take effect in July 1st. By audible alerting sounds, I mean your electric vehicle has... Has to make noise making a continuous noise of at least 56 decibels if the car is going 12 miles per hour or slower
1: hmm why because Just for the safety of the people around
0: yes so you know <clears throat> electric cars will make noise so people know that they're driving you know that's so people who are not able to see can actually tell that there's an electric vehicle there okay okay <laughs> The rules explicitly allow automakers to give drivers a choice of engine sounds, provided they hit certain frequency markers and rise and fall with speed. It's unclear, but unlikely you'll be able to drive around with a pitch-shifting version of the Benny Hill-themed song. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> it's only below a certain speed, yes, right?
0: Yes, only below 12 miles per hour.
1: So if you want to hit someone going, like, 15 miles an
0: hour, then you can do that. Yes. <laughs> So if you don't want to know they'll they're coming, they'll
1: never hear you coming as long as you're going fast enough.
0: <laughs> as long as you're going over twelve miles per hour, they'll never hear you coming.
1: Of course, usually above that, the electric motor, uh, the the gas motor, kicks
0: in. If you have a hybrid vehicle,
1: oh, this is specifically for electric vehicles.
0: Well, I think this also any electric vehicle with four or more wheels that wants to be approved for road use in the European Union. Okay. So uh, yes, the next Tesla is going to have to make noise.
1: Yep, going 12 miles an hour or less. Yes. Uh Maker Faire seems to be in trouble?
0: Yes, unfortunately. This is this was I feel like one of the, you know, one of the founders of the maker movement. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Fifteen years ago, Maker Faire started, and they've had two uh, 200 owned and licensed events per year in over 40 countries. Cool. Um, was doing things, but now uh, they had to literally... Halt their operations and lay off all their staff. Oh, their CEO why? says that um, uh, this is their CEO says Maker Media Incorporated ceased operations this week and let go all of its employees. About twenty two employees, uh, he said. I started this fifteen years ago and it's always been a struggle as a business to make this work. Print publishing is not a great business for anybody, but it works barely. Events are hard. There was a drop off in corporate sponsorship. So it just um... except that
1: there's a bunch of people who are reaching out to say like no don't shut down hang on let's talk about this yes including Palmer Lucky that's Oculus that right he is yep okay uh, I think he left Oculus though okay and and supported Donald Trump
0: situation is especially sad because the public was still enthusiastic about it. Despite the rain, Maker's Fair's Bay Area event last week met its ticket sales target. 1.45 million attended at its event in 2016. The magazine has 125,000 paid subscribers, and the company has racked up over 1 million YouTube subscribers. So there's a base there. It's just, he said the... Production costs made it too expensive.
1: I, I think this is going to be one of those things where, like, because of what it is and because of the good that it does, there will be a lot of companies and people who reach out to try and help.
0: Yes, I could see that. Yes.
1: So, like, Palmer Lucky, Mark Zuckerberg. Like, these people are going to reach out and say, like, wait a minute. This is... We want to promote this. We want programmers. We want people interested in science and tech. Mm-hmm. So, more to come, I'm sure. I doubt this is the end of it.
0: Hopefully not. Because, th- th- you know, this... <laughs> I've got so many of those make books in ebook formats and they actually are understandable to me.
1: They're well written. Yes.
0: Like I said, I feel like Make was the grandfather of the, you know, the modern maker movement.
1: I still firmly believe that there is a space for DIY electronics and maker in the retail space, essentially filling in the gap left by Radio Shack. And I'm still waiting for Michaels to step in and take that
0: over. What about Home Depot? Home Depot is or not Lowe's. for
1: crafters. It's it's Home Depot is more for like fabricators than crafters. And the the bulk of the DIY movement is more on the crafting side.
0: So more you you thinking more Etsy than can I think of what a builder's <laughs> right, version what, what of Right. What would
1: the what would be the builder's then then Home Depot? Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking more of like, "Hey, you could use these tools" Like this uh, this Arduino board plus these LED lights plus the, the like cotton foam material that we have in this part of the store to make an electronic lightning cloud for your child's room.
0: Yeah, I can see that, Which but I'm also, you know, wouldn't. thinking about the fact that, you know, you can buy, can you buy, you can buy switches at Home Depot, you can buy buttons, you can buy wire, yeah. you can buy yeah. soldering gear at Home Depot. Right,
1: and, and this is the stuff that would have to also, you can buy a soldering iron in Michaels. Can you? They just don't call it a soldering iron. <laughs> they call them, like, wood
0: burners or some bullshit like that. Or the Creative Versa tool. Speed Landing Soldering Tool Kit. Oh, I could buy a soldering iron at Michael's. Walnut Hollow Creative Versa Tool. 60-watt soldering tool with point tip, metal stand, 2-inch clamp, 4-inch clamp, 3-millimeter, 80-gauge solder with holder. Yep. Copper tape glass gla- why did the gla- oh for jewelry stuff okay
1: see it would work just fine michaels sells the stuff that you'd need all they need
0: is some resistors capacitors switches integrated circuits let's not go overboard here <laughs> i'm sorry but how all the selling all of those selling guys, an
1: integrated circuit is is a little more than than that like, that's that starts getting
0: a little more complex. Then you start getting into, like, Mauser and DigiKey.
1: Yeah. But, like, they're, here, let me see if I can find the, the uh, lightning cloud project DIY. Yeah, a cloud lamp is what they, they refer to them as. Okay. And here's the
0: link. The power supply I've used in this product has screw terminals that connect to a live AC wire. Okay be careful <laughs> with need, that that's why
1: you need the enclosure yeah i see that now but like look at the stuff in that in that shopping list right step one you will need
0: yeah i could see half of that being at michael's the
1: pillow stuffing the chain the hooks the polystyrene mm-hmm. the mdf yeah I, I think you can find some of that at michael's or something similar enough to it that or you just and then go the down the road is, to home depot right but the rest of it is just electronics Wait, how much
0: store space does a cabinet of resistors take? All right, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You get the MDF at Home Depot. You get the hooks at Home Depot. You get the chain at Home Depot. There's got to yeah. be... Is there stuffing at Home Depot? Uh, there's insulation. Uh, okay, I don't see any stuffing. Search for cotton wool. Privacy film, that's not right. Mm-mm. But you can get the LED lighting at Home Depot. You can get the switch and cabling at Home Depot. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at most of your things here as well, outside of the resistors, the breadboard. Then you can get it all at Home Depot.
1: Yeah. Right. But if you're trying to do a craft project like this, are you a person who would more likely go to Home
0: Depot or go to Michael's? Have you seen the Home Depot projects that they have every weekend? No. If you go to Home Depot on the way in, they have lists there. Every weekend, they have DIY projects where they walk people through. And some of those are actually like building, like, you know, a birdhouse or doing this or doing that. Free in-store workshops. Here we go. Edible and raised garden beds. Charging station. Building a tow truck for your kid. That's adorable. Yes. Okay, here we go. Charging station. Maximize space and charge your family's devices with a rustic-style charging station in our hands-on workshop. Our experienced store associate will show you how to measure, cut, stain, and assemble a charging station that hides unsightly cords and feature multiple hubs to charge several devices at once. Build yourself a patio drink stand. They have partnerships with Discovery Education to help steam-powered classrooms and homes across the country as students prepare for the careers of tomorrow. I, You can say Michaels, I will say Home Depot, but we can we both agree that there is a niche that is missing?
1: Yes. Okay. Oh, my God,
0: yes. Like, something needs to happen here. Yes, there's, there's been multiple times, I hate to say this, so there's been, I've, I, I, I have reveled in the ability to finally start to get rid of old equipment out of the office at work. Because there was just literally shelves and shelves of junk. Yep. The problem is now, is some of that junk, I was like, man, I should not have thrown that away. Why did I throw that? <laughs> if I had known the cost of a DB37 cable, I would have not thrown any of those away. I would have kept all of them.
1: DB37, what the hell? Whoa, I haven't it, seen one of those in a long time.
0: Yeah, I've got equipment that uses that. I've
1: probably got some in my parents' basement. 20
0: bucks a cable? That's just the terminal. Holy shit. I've got a... Five foot one here for yeah seventeen two and a half for twelve seventy seven. Oh, I can get twenty percent off this cable at checkout with coupon code. <laughs> Do you have a coupon code? No, but I need like six of them. So yeah. Oh, MonoPrice is selling a six foot cable DB thirty seven for four bucks. I feel like that must be an overstock of some kind. <laughs> six foot yeah DB thirty seven cable for four dollars. Oh. If I, if I wouldn't have to rewire all 37 cables, I would take that and cut it in half.
1: <laughs> but then you'd have to actually desolder and resolder 37 cables.
0: No, if I cut it in half to make two 3-foot cables. Yeah. I would yes, I would still have to solder 37 connectors.
1: Uh, I believe you'd actually have to solder 74 connectors. Oh,
0: you're ass, you're right. I would have to solder 74. <laughs> con- I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Mm -mm.
1: Nope. I I think personally Michaels would be the better place to do this but yes it could definitely happen at Home Depot or Lowe's as well and Home Depot even started to try because they did the the, uh, 3D printing stuff for a while. Was that
0: Lowe's that did the 3D printing?
1: Uh, Home Depot had 3D. I swear Home Depot had 3D printers Home Depot definitely sells 3D printers. Lowe's probably also does but Home Depot does Yes, Lowe's also sells 3D printers So, like, it could work in any of these locations But someone has to do it It can't be a dedicated store We saw that Radio Shack didn't have the throughput It just wasn't working Also, Radio Shack stopped actually doing what Radio Shack did I expect that was because, like, they legit needed to stop doing that By the way, we need to talk about GameStop But, like, someone please step in and do this If it's Home Depot, that's cool. They can hold workshops and do cool things. If it's Michael's, then it's right there with all the other crafting material, and it can reach a new audience. Like, think about that. Think about getting the the crafting people involved
0: in making. Okay, so you know how Best Buy is basically selling floor space in their stores to other companies.
1: Yeah, like Samsung and Apple.
0: Yeah. Home Depot or Michaels does that. They sell floor space in their stores. They call it... Michaels doesn't have enough space. No. Home Depot definitely does. I'm not sure Home Depot has enough
1: space in their stores. They're pretty packed. Best Buy has huge floor spaces, but not a lot of stuff.
0: Especially now that they're getting rid of their CDs and most of their physical media. Right.
1: And Best Buy had previously sold the things that they are selling in these rented spaces. Yes. It was Apple going to Best Buy and saying, we aren't going to let you sell our product anymore, but if you sell us space in your store... We will sell our product there, which is a really weird concept, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But neither Home Depot nor Michaels could do that with this because neither of them have this already and neither of them have the space to give away. Joann's, maybe? Like, Joann's is big. Joann's could do that. Hobby Lobby? Oh, I hope not. I, 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 I t- vote with your dollars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Vote with your dollars, people.
0: Kate correctly predicted your reaction from the other side of the room.
1: For Hobby Lobby? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay good good to know i'm so predictable mm-hmm.
0: so it's uh right so should we um should we start to hit the randoms or do you want to talk about gamestop what do you want to do uh gamestop stock did you see it no but i'm guessing it's not good if so you bring bringing it they, up they
1: had their they had their quarterly report go look at gamestop stock in the last month
0: the gstp no it's gme game ooh I'm guessing the announcement happened sometime right around 4 p.m. on Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Right at market close. Oof. It dropped 30%. Want to guess what their announcement was?
0: Uh, I'm guessing something about dividends. Maybe
1: they are stopping their dividend payments.
0: That's a good reason for everybody to drop them like a hot potato. Holy crap! I will point out that at the beginning of the
1: year, GameStop was at fifteen dollars.
0: Source contacted Game Daily with information that GameStop has laid off ThinkGeeks remaining marketing and website administration staff. The company moved quickly after communicating during its June fourth earnings call that it plans to sunset the ThinkGeek brand.
1: <laughs> Did I just hear Kate like bemoaning the loss of Think Geek?
0: Yes. That can't be. Yep. They need something. GameStop slept forty forty percent of sixteen year low.
1: Yep. They're uh, in deep, deep trouble.
0: I don't wanna grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Oh,
1: a million Toys hey, Toys don't don't do that. I still have a lot of GameStop stock. Don't say that. I'm sorry. I'm really hoping that it it bounces back. It still can, to be clear. It still can. They need to do something. They need to do something big and drastic.
0: Yes, it's November 2015, stock was at 4682 and is now trying to stay above $5. Yeah. Who, Dave? Yeah
1: i mean they need to figure out where they fit Mm -hmm. they need to figure out what they're doing and and what their goal is and what they want to do and they need to figure out where they fit and they need to do it and it's just it's not working right now
0: something's gotta happen and something's gotta happen quick (sighs) yeah
1: all right uh randoms sure i would like to review crest
0: the toothpaste
1: no Not the toothpaste. That would be silly. Well, actually, would it? (laughs) In any case, uh, no, not the toothpaste. I would like to review Crest the Game on Steam. Oh. Crest, an
0: indirect god game. Okay, let me put that into my Google. That would probably help. Crest, an indirect god sim. Okay, here we go. All right, now I'm looking at it. Okay. Well, it, I like is, the style. The style looks good.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's a very simplistic style. This yeah. is not a, like, graphics-intensive
0: game. No, but I, I like the look of it.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's cute. It's very nice. Uh, let me go to the store page, just so I've got, like, the most up-to-date information. So first off, it's not really that expensive. It's, like, 10 bucks for the game, which is good, because there's not a whole lot in the game. <laughs> okay. Um, It is... I should have read these things about, like, what's coming up and and the fact that they're working on another game already. Um, I wouldn't expect much change to Crest at this point, because it sounds like they are already moving on to their next thing. But, it's a fun little game for ten bucks. The idea is, you are a god. Cool. Welcome to a god game and the god sim. Okay, so welcome to black and white. Right. But even more gaudy than, than black and white? Because in black and white, you can directly interact, right? You can pick up a person and move them. Yes. In crest, you do not get that level of direct interaction. Okay. The only mechanism you have to interact with your your cities and civilization is by issuing commandments. Commandments all come in three pieces. There is a target group, so who do you want to do something? In action, what do you want them to do? And then a a object, a thing to do that action onto. And when you start, you have a very limited vocabulary of these things. Uh, you unlock more of them through the game by completing tasks and and going through a tech tree so your um your your start may be something like people who live near the jungle should pick berries, and that is your decree that is your commandment, and so the people who live near the jungle will go and pick their berries and then they will have berries to eat, and then they will have food and they will be happy because they are stupid, stupid people without your guidance.
0: I see that. There's They're like, a, okay. There's a... I'm um, looking at something here. It says, uh, followers living in the savannah produce farms for food. Yep. Makes sense. And so they go out and they start building farms. And like, great, that's awesome. It gets interesting
1: uh, because the game introduces a an intentional hiccup, which is that randomly, as you play through this, and it's a different playthrough each time, they will start confusing words, so they will have essentially synonyms. So in the case that you just gave of, like, people living near the savannah should produce farms, cool. Oh no, someone in the tribe experienced this thing and shared a story, and now they might interpret the word produce to mean attack. That's not good. So your commandment of people in the savannah should produce farms
0: may be reinterpreted as people in the savannah should attack farms. Ah, yeah, they show an example on here. A follower has spread a story. Don't destroy was associated with create alliance.
1: Yeah. Like, sure. Cool. Like, hey, don't go and destroy this thing. Uh, Instead, create alliances with the people who live near this thing. Well, that's not what I told you to do, but it's not that bad. Right. So, when you have your commandment of, like, people in the jungle should eat berries, and then they confuse berry with jungle, and it becomes people who live near the jungle should eat not the jungle, but should eat people who live near the jungle. A disproportionate amount of these games end with cannibalism.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny and also sad.
1: Yeah, so... (laughs) it It gets complex. The menuing system is not great. I'm not pleased with the the interface overall. Uh, the tutorial I think throws way too much at you way too quickly, but like it's a ten dollar game, so I'm not sure what you'd want for that.
0: Well, it seems fun
1: yeah i've I've enjoyed it um it's again, it's less control than you have in things like black and white If you are looking for a black and white God game. This is not it. But then again, neither is anything else. Black and white was its own thing and has not been <laughs> recreated since.
0: What if I just put it on an alert for a Steam sale? Go for it. I got right. mine for five bucks. Oh, well, there you go. It was recently on sale. <laughs> well, the summer s- sales should be coming up soon, right?
1: Ooh, are they?
0: Uh, I don't know. Normally, like, somebody alerts me to that ahead of time. Steam uh. summer sale uh da, da, da. steam summer sale 2019 date leaked as per tradition it will begin on june 25th 2019 and last for two weeks
1: oh so in two weeks yes so
0: Start. get your wish list ready. <laughs> yeah i
1: was gonna say like arm your wish lists. <laughs> I should probably check what's on my wishlist, make sure I actually want these things still. Oh, yes. Oh, that first one. Mm-mm-mm. You know the Zaktronics games, right? Yes. Yeah, there's a newish one called Exapunk.
0: Okay, well, I still haven't finished Space Chem. Oh, God, no. J- J- Andy,
1: finishing a a Zaktronics game is not a thing. No? You You should never try to finish the game. <laughs> You just go as far as you can until you're like I can't do this next thing cuz like Shenzhen IO is a fantastic fantastic game but I don't I can't get much further I'm, just, I'm just, my brain just can't process it.
0: Okay. So, random yep. topic. Yeah. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Will you welcome Don Cherry to be your guest host on your show? Ooh. Oh, Don Cherry. Like cherry like uh, yep. Uh, like the fruit. Yes. Okay, hey, Canadian ice hockey commentator. Yes. Does he want to come on the show? No, no, I, he has no idea we exist. Then, I mean, I I have no problem. Should I have a problem with him? No, he... <laughs> if you want to get a word edgewise in, then you, you might have a problem. I mean, he'd have to compete with us. Oh, he... <laughs> Have you
1: seen his suits? If, if I did, do you think I would be asking you who he was? Also, this is a podcast, so I'm not sure a suit would really do anything. I'm literally sitting here in my, like, pajamas. This is, this is not a... I, I don't need to dress
0: up for this. He is a very, um... He's, he's a very interesting fellow. <laughs> Okay. He, he, yeah, he does the intermission show for uh, Hockey Night in Canada, and he's uh, he's quite a guy. Cool. So, if, if he was That's on here... Good <laughs> for him. If he was on here, I'd I, be one of those guys where you just you drop a coin in and you let him go. I mean, we've had people like that before. I think the last time we had Zach on, we got about five minutes of us <laughs> and, and just 65 minutes of him. You just... You put the coin, you put the coin in the jukebox. You got to let the song play. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so yeah, no. If he wanted to come on, I would definitely let him. I'm not sure if what he could talk about outside of hockey. Yeah, that that might be a little messy. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, if he if, if he asked, we would say yes. Yeah. Sure. Come on. Yeah. So yeah. No, yeah. I would just hit play and let him go. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think that's it, Andy. Six hundred episodes. I know. Congratulations, sir. Thank you very much. I'm going to sit here and actually drink from my can. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm not, because my can's empty and has yep. been this entire time. And on that, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening.